Hello, this is Dr. Shiva. Welcome to our podcast, Get Educated or Be Enslaved. Episode 1118, air date October 2nd, 2022. Good afternoon, everyone. It's Dr. Shiva Ayodhure. I hope everyone's having a good Sunday, or if you're at different parts of the world, it may be Monday um, morning, wherever you are. But I wanted to uh, do a talk today on something from a systems approach to really discuss. Um, let me go to the title here. Um, what is really going on uh, uh, with the Ukrainian war and go a little bit deeper to really explain to people uh, what is the intent here in doing this war? You know, what's really driving all of this? So um, the title of the talk, as you can see today, is why U.S. wants to crush Russia using Ukrainians, the Ukrainian people, and even risk nuclear war. So that's what we're going to talk about today. Why does U.S. and NATO want to crush Russia using the Ukrainian people and even risk nuclear war? It's a... It's sort of the fundamental question that I want to discuss today. I think it's um, hard for people to sort of unravel all of this because uh, the elites and those in power, particularly the mainstream media, doesn't make, they don't provide any explanation. And when we take a systems approach, we actually want to sweep away all the left, right, or pro-anti, whether you're pro-Russian or anti-Russian, pro-Ukrainian, anti-Ukrainian, all that's irrelevant. What we really want to do is to go look at it from a systems approach. And one of the things we teach at Truth, Freedom and Health in the science of systems is you always want to look at where the goal is, right? Where is someone going? Where do they want to go? And then once you decide where you want to go from control systems theory, you then decide what are the inputs you need to do into that system to achieve the output. And you're watching where things are going. And based on that, you... Uh, may change strategy, but you have a goal. So the goal here needs to be understood. All right. So we really need to understand the goal here. Um, otherwise, it's hard to really uh, unravel all of this. What is the goal here? And by the way, I want to uh, thank people as they're coming in. Uh, and uh, so we have people, by the way, our audience is global. And, you know, today in the United States, it's sort of, uh, I think a lot of people watch football. And I would request people to tell your friends to take a little bit of time watching football to really understand what's going on, because I think the analysis here is going to actually be more important in their lives than uh, watching a bunch of people run around and make hundreds of millions of dollars at your expense. But anyway, um, and by the way, I love sports, but I think it's, it's important to under understand what's going on. So let's go back to the core here. Why does the U.S.? Um, NATO want to crush Russia. And they're using the Ukrainian people. It's not like they care for the Ukrainian people. They don't care for the Russian people. And we have to understand they don't care for any American servicemen either. Most of the people fighting these wars are everyday working people. They're not very wealthy. Uh, you know, they're not the wealthy. And if they were wealthy, they're typically officers sending other people to go uh, fight their wars. So what is really going on? And by the way, I want to encourage all of you who want to know more about the background, those people in you to go to vashiva.com. You'll see all the different things that I've been personally involved in from building the movement or the system for truth, freedom and health, as well as uh, the email system, etc. But one of the things you'll learn is that we've created a framework called truth, freedom and health. Truth, freedom and health is fundamentally a system that helps you understand the science of systems. And we'll come back to that shortly. But I encourage all of you to go there, and I always like to start off, before I go into the discussion, playing a video, because I think this video will really sort of set the stage of where we are historically. I mean, it's U.S.-focused, but you can apply this anywhere, so let me just play this video for everyone. We have allowed our country to be taken over from within, and the end goal is you will have a homogenized world where we will become slaves, because there is a condition among the elites that really thinks they're better than you, deep down inside them. 
that you don't deserve the freedoms you have. They don't. This reality is what people need to wake up to. And we need to all unite working people. There's only one movement that can do that. And that is the movement that we started creating here in Massachusetts, the movement for truth, freedom, and health. Look, I've been a student of politics since I was a four-year-old kid, studying revolutionary movements, left wing, right wing. There is a physics, there's a nuclear science to destroying the establishment. To build a bridge, you need to understand Newton's equation. You need to understand the laws of gravity. You need to understand Poisson's ratio. There is a way to build a revolution. And that's why I put this together. My goal is to train a army of truth, freedom, and health leaders we don't need followers like social media, we need leaders, but they, they need training because the educational system does not teach them history, nothing. So in three hours, that's what I've started doing. That's the solution. We wow. got to train people. First with understanding what a system is. The second is understanding the interconnection between truth, freedom and health. Freedom is the ability to move freely, communicate freely, right? Talk freely. Without freedom, you cannot convert ideas, hypothesis into truth which is science. And without freedom, you can't really get to truth. And without truth, you make up fake problems and fake solutions, which means you destroy our health. And without health, which is the infrastructure of us and our body, you can't fight for freedom. Third concept is it has to be bottoms up, working people, people who work uniting. And what the right wing has done is whenever you say working people unite, that must be communist. Meanwhile, they've let the Democrats run unions, which suppress workers, completely corrupt. But when you look at the arc of American history, it's been when working people came up. We need to go local. Every solution I'm coming up with as a part of this movement, we're giving the science, which is the truth, and then we tell people what they can do on the ground. Like with election fraud, you don't need to wait for some lawyer. Our goal is to train people, Dave, to go local, to go local, to go local, fight locally. Forget lawyers, forget politicians, forget celebrities. You've got to learn politics, and there is a science to it. They lock us down, we should be ready to shut them down. And the fourth part of this principle is a not so obvious establishment. So when you look at a system, there's always something that disturbs you from getting to your goal. Well, the biggest disturbance is a not so obvious establishment, which are those people who claim they're for you on the left and the right. The Al Sharptons who tell black people I'm for you. The Tucker Carlson's. Do you think any true anti-establishment person will ever be on Fox or CNN? I don't think so. They both mislead working people back into the establishment. Without this solid understanding of political physics and theory, you're screwed. You're gonna follow on the, the left wing, Bernie Sanders, oh, he said something, or Robert Kennedy, scumbags. Or you're gonna follow you know, some right wing talk show host. They're not gonna lead us to liberation, it's us. And that political physics, it's a nuclear science of change. Bottoms up. We have to organize to understand that there is people who talk a good game and then look at what they actually do, left and right. I'm sorry, Sean Hannity may say some good things, but I don't see the urgency in his voice to get something done. And it can only come when you weaponize yourself with the right knowledge. You need to be able to identify a rat. You know, Christ didn't go after the Romans, right? It was the Pharisees and the Sadducees who screwed him up. His own quote unquote people. And that's where we're at. So these four concepts, I've built into a curriculum. People can go to vashiva.com and it's an educational program. We need to train people in political theory. You need to have physics. And I've created that curriculum. People need to get educated. We need to get educated fast. And within a half an hour, an hour, I can teach people. Two years of MIT control systems, I teach people those concepts. Then I apply it, anyone can understand it. And then you say, oh, I gotta build a bottoms up movement. They have to get politically astute, and then they have to go locally and act, not sit there on social media. They have to act locally, defy locally, be, do civil obedience locally, but with knowledge on how to build a movement. And the Senate campaigns expanded to the movement for truth, freedom, and health, and they can find it on V as in Victor A. Shiva, vashiva.com, so people can sign in, they can get access to a bunch of videos. If they wanna take a course and become a truth, freedom, and health leader, I offer a full scholarship there. But we want people to make a commitment that they'll study, that they'll get certified, that they'll go do activities on the ground. So go to VA Shiva, Victory America Shiva, VAShiva.com. All right, everyone. So like, um, so today's talk, as I mentioned, everyone is really going to be to understand 
in a very deep and profound but simplified way, um, why does United States and NATO want to crush Russia, risk Ukrainians, as well as risk a nuclear war? Okay, so that's what the question is that we want to talk about. All right. And in order to answer this question, you can just um, use the three words, follow the money. Okay, follow the money. So that's what we want to do. And I'm going to um, uh, today to those three words, follow the money, give you the actual facts um, and you can understand it. So what is the goal here? Whenever we study system science, we want to understand the goal. What is the goal? The goal of a very, very finite set of people, about the 0.01%, is to maximize profit. In fact, to maximize power, profit, and control. All right, so let's keep that in mind. The very, very small, the trillionaires um, who actually operate vast amounts of uh, influence, uh, vast amounts of power, profit, and control, want to keep maximizing. So if they have a billion today, they want to make 10 billion. If they have 10 billion, they want to make 100 billion. And so on. You know, it's uh, one of the songs which says a rich man um, ain't had enough until he's a king and a king ain't enough until he rules everything. Right. So that's where that drive, that greed comes from, the, the drive for power, profit and control. OK, so let's start that goal. It is very, very different from the vast majority of working people who want truth, freedom and health. The vast majority of us, we want truth, freedom and health. The vast majority of that. 0.001% want more power, profit, and control. So let's keep that in mind, all right? So if you now keep that in mind and you then unravel it to what occurred in the 1970s in the United States, it was in the 1970s that when the United States dollar was separated from gold, it went off the gold standard and it went really to the petrodollar. So the U.S., entire system economy and and because the u.s is so tied to you know um, the particular europe is related to the petrodollar right so the ability to control vast amounts of oil and gas energy is the thing that really drives um the ability for the united states to have to be the preeminent what's called the reserve currency so uh, we can do a whole talk on that but just the key thing to take away from this is that the United States is highly dependent on its preeminence of controlling energy. Okay. NATO, the North American Treaty Organization, which really came out of World War II at that time, which was really to protect against Europe and the United States really from further attacks from the Soviet Union. Okay. That's where it came from. So they created this North uh, uh, you know, Atlantic Treaty Organization, which was an alliance. All right. When the Soviet Union fell in 1991, an agreement, a verbal agreement, a handshake was made between Gorbachev, which I've talked about, and George Herbert Walker Bush that the Soviet Union would split and the U.S. and NATO would never move one inch to the east of Germany. All right. Well, 1997, the Western powers had one of their proxies in there by the name of Boris Yeltsin, and they scared him, and he signed an agreement in 1997, which basically said, hey, look, we're not going to encroach into Russia, but we will add people into NATO, but don't worry, it's no big deal. It's only for defensive purposes, all right? Well, since that time, NATO has fully expanded, essentially surrounding Russia, and more importantly, uh, the defensive positions they've taken, many will argue that they were they violated many treaties and they become offensive positions. And you can read more about this. This is not coming from me. There are many experts far more uh, detailed on the subject who've talked about this. Now, one of the important policies that was articulated was that the United States must make Europe dependent on its oil and gas, okay? So U.S. hegemony. Um, in 2012 and 13, 
these arguments were articulated very clearly that because Russia was providing most of the oil and gas for Europe, okay? And the United States, when I say the United States, I don't mean you or I, the people who live in the United States. I'm talking about the, uh, the elites in the United States, the oil and gas elites, found Russia as a major competitor. And I'm going to share with you actual quotes, and you'll see this, okay? So they found Russia and the, the uh, they found particularly Russia as a major competitor to U.S. oil interests in Europe. And this was probably the best articulated by a woman called Condoleezza Rice. Those of you people who don't know her, you can type in Condoleezza Rice, C-O-N-D-O-L-E-E-S-A, Rice. Um, many of us who know about Condoleezza Rice, she was brought in by George Bush. She was always seen as a warmonger, okay? And so Condoleezza Rice very, very clearly articulated this. And the articulation was that Russia poses a threat to all U.S. oil interests, okay? And that they needed to really do long-range planning to end Russia as a competitor. And U.S. oil interests were behind this, okay? To give you an idea, Condoleezza Rice was the Secretary of State under George Bush, very much like Hillary Clinton was the Secretary of State under Obama. However, before that, she was on the board of guess what? What do you think Condoleezza Rice was on the board of before she became the Secretary of State? I'll let I'll look at the comments of what people want to say. Condoleezza Rice, let's see. Uh, Let's see, people are getting this. Condoleezza Rice, who was she on the board of? Well, Condoleezza Rice, to those people, Chevron. There you go. Thank you, Sid. Sid Bagley nailed it, okay? Sid Bagley uh, nailed it. Condoleezza Rice was on the board of one of the biggest oil companies, Chevron, okay? So here she was on the board of Chevron, and then revolving door, and this is how Washington works, she goes and becomes the Secretary of State, where she gets to build policy, okay? And remember, these connections don't just end. You're, you're, you're on the board of this company, and tomorrow it's not like you just stop being on the board. So Condoleezza Rice was on the board of Chevron. And in a very famous, so in, in an interview that she gave, she said, quote, unquote, and I'm going to read it to you, we want to change the structure of energy dependence in Europe. This is in 2013. What is she meaning? Up until that point, Europe is highly dependent on Russia. So she said, quote unquote, we want to change the structure of energy dependence in Europe. So this is 2013. And, and you're going you're to just follow the timing. And remember, Condoleezza Rice, I think she's now the head of the Hoover Institution. Condoleezza Rice knows system science. She is trained in system science. She knows the goal. She knows about manipulation. She knows about setting policy. She knows how to move the chess pieces around. You see, the science of systems is about the science of knowing what the goal is, understanding there's fundamental scientific principles, engineering principles, understanding how to use those scientific principles to achieve, in this case, the advancement of power, profit, and control. We in the movement for truth, freedom, and health, you can see the link, we want to teach people the science of systems, not for power, profit, and control, but to advance truth, freedom, and health. The science of systems is like a knife. A criminal can use it to kill someone. A surgeon can use that same knife to heal someone. The unfortunate thing is that the science of systems is known by around 10,000 of the elites or the advisor to the elites like Condoleezza Rice. They learn it and they use it to manipulate the components of the system to advance power, profit, and control for the elites. And that's what Condoleezza Rice learned, okay? So she articulates a goal very clearly. We want to change the structure of energy dependence in Europe. That is in 2013. And she gets even more specific. She says, you want to have pipelines that don't go through Ukraine and Russia, for years, we wanted Europe to be interested in pipeline routes 
from the United States, okay? It's time to do that. And she's saying this in 2013. And in that interview, she goes on to say, in fact, in an article that she was speaking at, at a, at a, at a I believe it was a college, she says, and she's now critiquing Vladimir Putin. This isn't again, 2013. She goes, 80% of the economy, fully 80% of the economy of Russia, she's saying is oil, gas, and minerals. Okay, she said, Vladimir Putin is ahead of the syndicate. It's like the pot calling the kettle black. Here's Condoleezza Rice, who was ahead of the, one of the oil syndicates, Chevron. And she's saying, Vladimir Putin is ahead of the syndicate, okay? And she's saying fully 80% of the oil, of, of the economy's oil, gas, and minerals. So she's saying, hey, look, Russia's got a ton of oil, ton of gas, and ton of minerals, and that is really their economy. And, and she's at the same breath saying that you want to have pipelines that don't go through, you know, Russia to or go through Ukraine and Russia. So that are not owned by Chevron or Mobil or Exxon, right? Because that's what she means. You want to have Europe become dependent on Exxon, Mobil and Chevron. That's what she's really saying. And then in this talk she was giving in 2013, she says she relates a story. And I want everyone to listen to this. She relates a story and she says, uh, I'll read from the article. It says she related the story of, of a dinner she attended with the deputy minister of Russia. She noted that she was once on the board of Chevron. So she's at a dinner and she's telling the deputy minister of Russia, hey, I was on the board of Chevron. Her Russian counterpart asked her if she was still on the board of Chevron, to which she responded, no, I'm the secretary of state. So think about how naive she thinks these people, she's, she goes, oh yeah, I was on the board of Chevron then, but now I'm, I'm a secretary of state. I have nothing to do with that. All right. And then she sort of makes fun of this deputy secretary of state. She goes, quote, he was a deputy minister while at the same time, at the same time he was director of Gazprom, which is by the way, that company that owned those pipelines, which were blown up recently. So things work a little bit different over there. She said to laughter from the audience. So basically she's saying, oh, see Russia, you, you can be the deputy minister and you can be the, the, the director of a company. But she's saying in the United States, I'm the secretary of state, but I left my role as uh, a director at Chevron. Do you see the absurdity of what she's saying? She's trying to say, I'm a better person because that was before, but now I'm the secretary of state. And the difference here, ladies and gentlemen, is that in a country like Russia or China, as I've mentioned before, they are what I call state capitalists. The heads of the government, like this deputy minister, and the head of Gazprom are together and they're open about it. In fact, they don't lie. In many ways, they're being honest, quote unquote, capitalists. But in the United States, there's this lie. Oh, I was over there, but now there's a Chinese wall. I'm no longer part of Chevron. I'm the Secretary of State. And this is the BS that's done. In my view, someone who was head of Chevron should never allow to be served as a Secretary of State because of the conflicts of interest. But in the United States, we have a revolving door, and people are led to believe that revolving door means that people have no alliances. Well, anyway, so this was in, in uh, 2013. Now you have to understand that if you're related to what's going on right now, you can see that was since 2013 to now, let's not forget, starting in 2014, there's been a war that Ukraine has been waging against the Eastern provinces in Ukraine which were really upset that with the coup that took place in 2014, and you'll see the connection. You see, war is another means of politics, as I think Clausewitz said, the guy who wrote the book on war. But US and NATO, US really leading this, US and NATO are equal, let's be honest, okay? What they do is they, again, remember what the goal is. The goal is to make sure Europe is not dependent on energy from Russia, but is dependent on US oil companies' energy dependence. Billions and billions of dollars from US imperialism is being lost to Russia. 
and they need to regain control of that. So interesting enough, Condoleezza Rice gave that talk in 2013, laying out the goal of US imperialism. And then what happens is in November of 2013, if you really follow this timeline, it's fascinating. In November of 2013, you'll find out that something interesting happens, okay? November 20, uh, November 2013, uh, commitment. it's almost together, that almost like, a, a, I think, less than two weeks apart, that the United States, Chevron, Chevron in 2013, November 5th, signs a deal to a 50-year lease deal to start doing gas shale, uh, a 50-year lease, to start, um, you know, um, doing gas shale reserves, that they will develop gas shale reserves. Guess where? In Ukraine. Again, the media doesn't talk about this. You'll only hear it here because we take a systems approach. So November 5th of 2013, an agreement is signed by Chevron, who Condoleezza Rice, um, uh, you know, had connections with because she'd been, been on the board. But Chevron signs a 50-year lease agreement that they will start developing shale and gas reserves. Guess where? In Ukraine. Remember, Ukraine, really originally part of Russia, has lots, also has, you know, gas reserves. Gas is a key, okay? And they signed a 50-year agreement, 50-year lease agreement. And at the same time, um, they, the United States, as everyone knows, in November 21st, it's a well-known, again, experts using the CIA started protests. It's called the Maiden Revolution in Russia to oust a pro-Russian president. So uh, in, I'm sorry, in Ukraine. In Ukraine, there's a pro-Russian president who's very supportive of Putin. And in 14 days around that same time, November 21st, again, you can look it up. Protests start in Russia. I mean, in Ukraine. And those protests by 2014 lead to the ouster, essentially a coup, the US did a coup to throw out, and this was under Obama, a duly elected president of Ukraine. So here Chevron gets in there to do a 50 year lease to start exploiting the oil reserves of Ukraine. And then the United States government, you see government and corporations work hand in hand. In, the, in Ukraine and China, they actually say we work in hand in hand, but in America, we claim they don't work hand in hand, that, oh, I'm over here, but I have nothing to do over here. So here, Condoleezza Rice is the kingpin here, in my view. She's over here, was at Chevron, and now she's over here in the government, and Chevron essentially gets a 50-year lease in Ukraine, and in 2014, February 2014, the U.S. overthrows, uh, essentially does a coup, okay? And they bring in a guy who's essentially anti-Putin, okay? Now, the U.S. goal here was that they would essentially start using Ukraine, you see? Remember, the goal is to stop Russia delivering oil to Europe, and the goal is to advance U.S. corporate interests. Well, what are those three big oil corporations? Shell is one of them. The other one <coughs> is... Chevron. The third one is ExxonMobil. Well, if you go do the research, those three companies swoop in this time into that region. 2014, they're there. Exxon, a little bit around that time, was building. They thought they would start delivering oil reserves from Crimea. And Putin came in there and shut that down. Exxon leaves. Shell was in the eastern region starting to do oil work, you know, oil and gas in Donetsk. And that's where we have the anti-Nazi Ukrainians, which were pissed off with the, the new president that was put in. They left. And then Chevron claims they left also in 2014 to 2015 because they said they didn't get good tax treatment. The bottom line when you put this together, and starting in 2014 till today, is a Ukrainian under 
the backing of NATO and the U.S. have been shelling the eastern part of Ukraine. So they have a war. Remember, war is another vehicle that imperialism can use to get what it wants, to create enough chaos and destabilization. So since 2014, when the coup took place, to today, there's been this war between Ukraine and the eastern province taking place. But let me point this out. When you look at this, this is really about big oil and big gas. And their idea was they would create infrastructure in Ukraine, Exxon Shell, and you can look all these up, and then they would build a pipeline into Europe, leaving and basically uh, uh, screwing um, Russia big time. Well, when you look at this, Putin actually got wind of this. And when you look at all what took place, Putin in many ways won that battle. Exxon, Shell, and Chevron were gone. But the goal of U.S. imperialism, through the vision of Condoleezza Rice, George Bush oil family, she worked at Chevron, was to help this oil cartel use Ukraine to pump gas out and then deliver that gas to Europe. Everyone following? Just want to make sure everyone's getting this. Everyone clear on this, okay? Remember, look at the timing. 2013, 2014, they sign lease agreements, they go into Ukraine, they start a war so they can destabilize the region, make Ukraine dependent, the Ukrainian people on NATO and US. That's what's been going on. Yes, gangs, Serena says, exactly. So just look at the timing, 2013 2020, uh, uh, to, to 2022. All right, so the goal has been to destabilize Europe and Russia so Europe becomes dependent on oil sources elsewhere, not Russian. Okay? Everyone following? All right. So you have an architect, a systems architect, Condoleezza Rice. This is why it's important. I encourage everyone to go to truthfreedomhealth.com. We'll come back to that. And you guys have to learn the science of systems so we can all start really seeing the truth so we can get to freedom and health. Okay? But this was all architected by the big oil companies, all right? So they wanted to use Ukraine, but Putin screwed, screwed them up on that. He actually won that. So this, so what part of this destabilization was, they did not expect the people of Eastern Ukraine in those regions to actually fight back as hard as they did. And remember throughout this entire eight year period, even the UN, even reasonable people are saying, hey, look, we don't want to have this war. This could escalate to a nuclear war, hurt a lot of people. Why don't we just sign an agreement called the Minsk II agreement, which would have settled the conflict on the eastern part of Ukraine, made those people like a state of Ukraine, given them some rights, so they felt some sovereignty. And Russia would agree not to go into those regions, and Russia was willing to sign that. But the United States wanted war. United States and NATO wanted war. They wanted war. They didn't support the Minsk II agreement. They didn't really push it. Okay? So then the U.S.-NATO alliance, you know, pokes the bear by wanting to, putting out there that Ukraine might join NATO. And this is what really pissed off Russia. All right? Because that means that they could do whatever they wanted in Ukraine for US NATO interests. And if Russia hit Ukraine, that would be considered war against NATO. So that's where this is all coming from. Russia said no. Russia then started doing their what they called their military operation, supporting those eastern provinces. And where we and we get to where we are today. What happened now? Well, over the last week, what's happened is quite profound. And you remember, the United States and NATO have been squeezing Russia. First, it's been hard for Russia to maintain their pipelines because of supply chain issues, because they need parts which come from Europe. So that's why, and then they were blaming Russia, saying, oh, Russia doesn't want to deliver oil, uh, I mean, gas to Europe, which is so stupid because Russia makes so much millions, billions from delivering that. Then what's happened recently was when that failed, what did they do? The United States, NATO alliance, and we don't know exactly who exactly did it, but they literally blow up Gazprom's 
Russia's two pipelines. And and to give you the the the, the facts about this, uh, there's a uh, you know Douglas McGregor was a former advisor to the U.S. Uh, Defense Secretary in the administration of Trump, and he in a recent podcast with Andrew Napolitano uh, said, "quote He said you have to look at who are the state actors that have the capability to do this." And that means the UK's Royal Navy and the United States Navy. And I think he said it's pretty clear. McGregor said he, he also noted that the Poland's former uh, foreign minister from 2014, Radoslaw Sikorski, said he thanked the United States for damaging the Nord Stream 1 and Nord Stream 2 pipelines. Okay? And... You know, he said the Russians, McGregor says the Russians did not do this. He said, and then he added Germany did not do this because it's extremely unlikely they did it. So you have a senior advisor uh, in the Defense Department says it's ridiculous to think that, you know, Russia blew up their, blew up their own pipelines. Remember, Russia's making billions and billions of dollars. They need cash, cash reserves. That's what Russia relies on. And this guy saying that people who had the ability to do this would have been either the UK or the or or um, the Soviet Union. We have to also understand that where the pipelines were blown up, they're about set, the two pipelines were seventy miles away. One of the pipelines is in Sweden underground in their territory, you know, navally or, or sea wise, and in Denmark, which is part of NATO. Sweden wants to be part of NATO. Denmark is in NATO. So Russia can't even go to those regions to prove that they didn't do it because they're controlled one by NATO ally Denmark and the other by Sweden. Okay. So that occurred on guess what date? September 27th. Those two pipelines were blown up. That is the same day that the four provinces in Eastern Ukraine were voting, finishing up their voting to do referendums to leave Ukraine. Okay, and remember that is the oil and gas rich regions in that area. So they don't want to be part of Ukraine. They voted to be part of Russia or part of their own independent republics, which the UN charter allows them to do. And so look at the timing. So September 27th, the referendum occurs and more than likely one of the US NATO allies or US and NATO blew up Russia's pipeline. So now, they just went right there and they did essentially something so flagrant that there's no way forward. I mean, there's only one way. It's irreversible now. Europe must depend on U.S. and NATO. I'll repeat that. Europe can no longer depend on Russia because the pipeline's cut off. And this is very similar. Someone said that when... Um, you know, uh, I just saw on a recent um, uh, news channel that was sharing some of the similar stuff that when, you know, uh, one of the invaders um, came to the uh, to the uh, to the North America, the Spaniards, you know, they blew up all their ships because they wanted to tell their own soldiers, there's no we're not going back to the old world. We're here to stay. So this was essentially. They blew up the pipelines to send a message to Europe. You will depend on us. Remember, that was Condoleezza Rice's 2013 architecture to make Europe depend on U.S., NATO, U.S. interests on their platform. And that's what they did. They chopped that pipeline, which was tens of billions of dollars that Russia invested. Truly something terrorist. And now Europe must develop, rely no longer on Russia, but someone else. And this is interesting. The day that they blew up that pipeline, the next day, guess what happens? The next day, within hours to days, I think within 24 hours, they bring up a new pipeline called the Baltic Pipeline. Okay? The Baltic Pipeline is brought up immediately. Okay? And what was this Baltic Pipeline? Well, the Baltic Pipeline was a pipeline that was under construction on and off by Denmark 
All right. Uh, Denmark, uh, 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 and it's called the Baltic pipeline that goes through Poland. And this pipeline has been in development, but they somehow got it ready right in time. Okay. So it almost feels like they had this other alternate solution, the Baltic pipeline. It was all ready. They chop Gazprom, Russia's pipeline, and they bring the other one up. Okay. So now Europe is now dependent on this Baltic pipeline. And remember the countries who created that Baltic pipeline are guess who? They're, they're NATO. They're in NATO. So basically Denmark, Norway, US NATO, essentially a US NATO country is the one that's now delivering gas through the Baltic pipeline. I mean, it literally, they, they chop Gazprom and the next day they bring up the Baltic pipeline, okay? It just literally happens day in and day out, okay? One, you know, without missing a beat, all right? So that's what's gone on, right? So going back to systems analysis, Condoleezza Rice wants to make Europe depend on US NATO interests, and that's what they've done. They thought they were going to do it in 2014, right, by screwing over Putin and Exxon, Mobil, Shell, and Chevron literally building uh, oil fields or gas fields right in Ukraine and pumping oil to Europe. Well, Putin cut that off. That didn't go so well. So now U.S. oil interests went in and chopped Gazprom, and now they have the Baltic pipeline. Everyone getting this? So I hope people are understanding, as Clausewitz said, war is another means of politics, which means war is just another means of politics serving the interests, in this case, of the global oil elites. And the Ukrainian people, they don't give a damn about how many of the Ukrainian people die. If they have to do a nuclear exchange, sure, they'll do that. If it's necessary, they'll risk that because the amount of billions or trillions that are at stake for U.S. imperial oil interests to monopolize Europe. And even if Europe has to suffer or Germany, they don't give a damn. I hope this is becoming clear. But you have to understand this plan was set in place in 2013 by Condoleezza Rice, truly an evil intellectual, okay? But she knows system science. She set a goal, they figured out all the, and then they started doing the inputs to achieve their output. And you know what? They have gained a lot now. Russia had massive leverage on Europe because they were giving them oil. Well, today, because they chopped, literally blew up Russia's pipeline, and now they have the Baltic, Russia really has no control. Russia has lost its leverage. And this is why Putin's speech that I reviewed a few days ago is important. Because what Putin is saying was, that U.S. imperialism treats every other place like a colony. They don't want any competitors. They treated, you know, the they, they've treated many, many, the West, he says, the Western elites, they treated India like a colony, Africa like a colony, South America like a colony. In fact, they treated, they treat the people in the United States, the working people, and they exploit them. And he's saying even within these countries, and he's right about this. But more importantly, what you're seeing here is that government and launders or, you know, it's control through private corporations or private corporations launder their control through government it goes either way. And as many of you know, this is what we had found out in our own lawsuit. The first to figure out that government launders censorship through private companies. See, in the United States, again, to repeat, government and private companies behave like they're separate, but they actually have a revolving door of leadership. They're actually one. And that's what's going on here. The war here is being conducted on behalf of U.S. oil gas interests, a la U.S. and NATO. And Russia is a big 800-pound competitor that they have to get off the map. And whether it means a nuclear exchange, whether it means the Ukrainian people, hundreds of thousands of dying and migrating, they don't care. It's this much larger game of trillions of dollars. And Europe must become a vassal, a slave 
to US NATO oil interests. That's what this is about. And to make this even more clear, after Russia has taken over, annexed, you know, if you want to use it from the Western elite model, but remember these four provinces chose, they had a referendum, 90% plus people voted to be part of Russia. Um, that, and those are a lot of oil is there, gas is there, that these people wanted to be part of Russia, they're part of, but Russia has committed now in their speech, Putin said, that we will protect this even if it means nuclear exchange. And why is he saying this? Because you, you see, oil, gas, and minerals, Russia's rich in that. And it is the foundations of their economy. That's what they uh, rely on for um, cash reserves because then they use that to buy other goods. So if you cut off Russia's access to Europe, which is what was just done, you basically are screwing Russia big time. And that's what just took place. But this plan, ladies and gentlemen, was put in place by Condoleezza Rice starting in 2013, okay? To serve her masters. So she uses us, the citizenry of the United States, sitting in a position of Secretary of State to serve her masters at Chevron and their friends at ExxonMobil, uh, et cetera. And they don't give a damn if people die if there's a nuclear exchange. That's what we're talking about, okay? Now, Blinken, just yesterday said that according to Blinken promise that the United States would support Kiev in military and diplomatic contests. The United States would always respect Ukraine's internationally rec recognized borders and we will continue to support Ukraine's effort to regain control over its territories. Well, those territories were all the oil and gases, strengthening to its position both military and diplomatically. Look, the U.S., Imperialists don't give a damn about the Ukrainian people. They don't give a damn about their democracy. They don't give a damn about their territory. They just want those interests because they, look, right now with the Baltic pipeline, Norway and Denmark, they're getting their gas and then they're pumping it over a la Poland to Europe. The U.S. has already been sending liquid natural petroleum, LNP, which is liquid petroleum, which then can be converted to gas. So that helps U.S. oil interests are shipping it from the United States and they're going to accelerate the development of ports. So guess what that does? Europe will be dependent on ExxonMobil Chevron oil, not no longer Gazprom. That's where this is going. All right. And the government serves the interests of these private corporations. They don't serve the interests of the American people. U.S. NATO don't serve the interests of the Ukrainian people. They serve the interests of a finite set of these companies. And go look at where Warren Buffett just put all of his money recently, about a couple months ago. Go look at where George Soros in 2014 bought up lots and lots of stock in oil. This is all very well architected. It's a systems architecture. Okay? So bottom line, in summary, is that the Ukraine... The U.S. and NATO wants to crush Russia, not because they want to protect the people of Ukraine. It's rather they created this war so they could crush Russia to build energy dependence of Europe away from Russia to the United States, period. That's all it is. The goal, and this is not even the U.S. government or the people, this is for private corporations which are using their henchmen in government to serve the interests of those private corporations. Again, at least in Russia and China, they say, yeah, we're the government and we're private corporations. We're together. In the United States, we give this illusion. I hope this is clear. So every American listening to this, every US citizen listening to this must understand, and every Ukrainian listening to this should understand that the US oil gas interests don't give a damn about sending American servicemen to fight. They don't give a damn about whether there's a nuclear war that affects all people in Europe, Russia, United States, Ukraine. They just give a damn about making sure that they are looking at their long range power, profit and control. They control Ukrainian people. They control this region and they make massive profits from that oil going from the U.S. to Europe. And you have to understand, even early as April, April, Boris Johnson flew 
to Ukraine and he brought Russia and they were about to sign a negotiated settlement. And the US threw a wrench in there and said, no, 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 don't do that. They want Zelensky, they need this war condition to keep going on to destabilize Europe. So Europe depends on the US and get Russia out of the equation. That's what this is about. This is why they wanna crush Russia. It's like, you know, it's, an, it, it's a competitive enemy. It's like you have a big thug here, US NATO imperialism, and you have a smaller thug over here, Russia, who also wants to have their own rights, their own sovereignty. And the big thug doesn't want this other thug in the way. They want total monopoly control. That's what it's about, it's business. So follow the money. Now, in closing, I want to, um, uh, I, I have a, some very, very important points to close on. I want to encourage all of you before we sign off to go to truthfreedomandhealth.com. You know, it takes a lot to organize these talks, put them together, but we've created a very powerful capability where all of you can start becoming system scientists. So you can become powerful and learn the science of systems. So I'm gonna take a quick break to really explain this because I want all of you to become system scientists. So I've created an entire program at truthfreedomandhealth.com. And what our goal here is to encourage all of you to recognize that you cannot get out of this left, right, pro, anti thing unless you understand the science of systems. We have close to 360,000 people now who become users of this system. And what is this system? This system is an educational platform. It's an educational platform where you can learn the science of systems. Contribute. And when you contribute, you'll get the gifts of education. You'll get books, courses. It's taken me 40 years to organize all this knowledge. You see, a guy like me, as I mentioned, went to MIT, learned all this. I should be, according to the elites, a Condoleezza Rice advising the elites how to screw working people. But I organize this knowledge, the curriculum, so all of you can learn it. Because there's about 10,000 people, I estimate, on this planet, like Condoleezza Rice, who know the science of systems. And they use that knowledge to screw the mass of working people, to subjugate, enslave, and manipulate. But that same knowledge can be used for truth, freedom, and health. But one person like me cannot do it, and the elites are not going to teach this knowledge to everyday working people. So I took it upon myself to organize this into a system. So if you go to this website, you'll see what it says. It says a man who invented email. Let me go back to this. Now delivers truth, freedom, and health to make you street smart. So you may see things as they truly are beyond left versus right, pro versus anti, and improve every aspect of your life, your body, your relationships, your business, your world. So this system that I've created helps you understand this, appreciate it, but more importantly, we have a community now of 360,000 people, students, who understand this. And on top of that, you also have tools that you can use that's independent of big tech. So let me just walk you through this and then I'll play a quick video and I'll come back with some closing remarks. But let me go through this. So if you go through this um, system, you'll realize that what we've done here is we've provided an entire capability. Let me just make sure people on uh, can see this here. Okay, good. So if you see this here, let me, this understanding is what helps us unravel what's going on in Russia here, okay? So if you go here, you will see that one of the things that's happened here is that if you look at what's going on right now in the world and the site Truth Freedom Health, we have lots and lots of information. But in the midst of all of this information, more and more people are getting divided, desperate, and complacent. So it's not like lots of information. Yeah, so there's all this information about Russia and Ukraine, but it's not that information has made you smarter, right? In fact, that information has made people desperate and anxious and hopeless. 25% of people are more, 40% some people in, in recent poll want to overthrow their governments. Two and a half billion people are obese. I mean, you look at the data, information hasn't made us any more wiser or more true or more healthy. And the reason is those in power, like the Condoleezza Rices and the mainstream media, is not feeding people, you know, truth, right? It's feeding people ignorance. So all of this information 
is they only give you one aspect. Oh, Putin bad, Zelensky good. Putin bad, Zelensky good. They don't teach you as we've just gone through here the whole picture. And so people are in illusion and confusion and people say, oh my God, we got to support Ukraine or, or, you know, or they get desperate. They don't want to hear the news. They just watch football all day, right? Or they go into the left pro-Ukraine, anti-Ukraine, pro-Russia, anti-Russia, or, or they say, screw it, they leave. This is where the elites want people. They do not want people getting to a state of wisdom. And the solution really is we have to have knowledge. Knowledge is different than information. Knowledge is the ability to see the whole. So what I just did here today for everyone is that hopefully I did the job. I looked at all of these pieces. What was the goal of US imperialism? Looked at the history over the past eight, nine years, connected to the events, and now you have a connected view to see the whole, not just Putin good, uh, Zelensky bad, okay, or whatever, uh, or Zelensky good, Putin bad. You now have knowledge, but that knowledge is the science of systems, which it lets you get to wisdom, you get to clarity. Now with clarity, you can start finding out what the real solution is. You can start becoming an activist and organized, and that's what we do in our movement, but it requires you to let go of the old system. And when you let go, you start getting active, you start connecting with your neighbors, you start getting innovative, you got start getting organized. And that is what Truth Freedom and Health is. You get all of these capabilities, you learn the science of systems, you get the books, and I'll walk you through all of these, you get all of these capabilities. And here they are, sort of what, first you get the course. And I used to teach this course for tens of thousands of dollars, we've included it. You get all the books, you'll understand what is a system, what is revolution. You can apply that knowledge to your body, to everything in your life. You also get the scientific paper. You get to start thinking like the advisors who get this knowledge, but you can start using it for truth, freedom, and health versus power, profit, and control. So those are the three gifts you get. But that's not more. There's another 12 gifts. You get the tool, your body, your system, where you can apply this science to understand how your body is a system. You see, for far too long, Everyone's on these diets. But once you understand the science of systems, you can not only see it to understand what's going on in Ukraine and Russia, you can start seeing it to understand how your body is a system, okay? How you can understand a food is not good or bad, but it's finding out what's right for you. And this tool, your body, your system, allows you to do that, all right? And then beyond that, you can start understanding how food is a system through the Cytosol Open Sites Institute. You get all of that information. We do many events and special lectures. For example, in uh, late October, we're going to be doing a big conference open to all of our Truth, Freedom, and Health Systems users on how do you really support the immune system, okay? So that's there. Then moving on from that, you have a portal that you also get access to that you can use to teach others about system science. I do a lot of one-on-ones, and we have a whole community, 360,000 people globally. And then we give you tools to get on the ground so you can also educate your neighbors. And then we have a Twitter-like equivalent. We have a, uh, a Facebook-like equivalent and a YouTube equivalent. We have essentially created an entire platform for you to, A, get the education of system science, to have a community, and to have technology. So that's why I want to encourage all of you to go to Truth, Freedom, and Health. And I'll just play a quick video and I'll come back shortly, which will give you all the capabilities that we have and we'll come back and wrap up. But go to truthfreedomandhealth.com, contribute. And I uh, forgot to mention, I'm sorry, I just got a note. How can you contribute? Well, when you contribute, you can do it ma many ways. If you contribute, you can just be a member. You don't have to pay anything, but you still get a lot of, you get about three or four different gifts. You can contribute 25 bucks to 99, whatever you want, and you get about six different gifts. And if you contribute 100 a year, this is nothing, you get 15 different gifts, all those tools I just shared with you. Um, oops, let me share this over here. Sorry, over here to the people on Instagram. There are different gifts that you can get. Now, why do we charge anything? I wish, when I try to give this away for free, no one wanted to do it. We can't charge people tens of thousands of dollars what it's actually worth, so we said, hey, Give us something, 100 bucks, 25 bucks, or nothing, and get access to it. So that's where we're coming from. But the fundamental place we're at now in human history is working people have to learn the science of systems. 
they have to get this knowledge. And with that knowledge, they can go beyond pro and anti. And more importantly, we can all collectively come together beyond left and right. That's what this is for. So let me uh, play a video and then I'll come back and give some closing remarks. But this will let you know the powerful capabilities that are here for you. Hello, this is Dr. Shiva Ayadure. Welcome to VA Shiva, the platform of education, technology, and activism, so you may raise your consciousness to win the truth, freedom, and health you need to create the future you deserve. The VA Shiva platform provides this truth, freedom, health warrior scholars the following three capabilities. Number one, an ultimate education that is based on the science of systems. Number two, technologies to empower you to take charge of your health, as well as social media tools, independent of big tech, so you can connect with other incredible truth, freedom, health warrior scholars equally dedicated like you to winning truth, freedom, and health. Three, instruments for activism so you become a beacon of light in your online and offline community to educate others, growth, and advancement. VA Shiva provides you the foundations of the science of systems, the ultimate education. The science of systems provides you the missing fundamental scientific knowledge to understand every system in and around you. The science of systems will enable you to uncover the real problem and real solution in any situation and on any issue. Concerning the educational component, first you will receive direct access to me to learn the science of systems in my three-hour live private online group class that I run every week. Second, you will have access to archived lectures so you can continue your education independent of me. Third, you can test your proficiency in learning the fundamental principles and get a formal certification for the foundations of systems. Independent of this classroom education, you will receive also four important books. The first book is the best-selling classic Systems and Revolution from which you can learn all of these concepts and more. The second book is The Science of Everything that will educate you on how the science of systems is the foundational knowledge of every system in the universe. The third book, Your Body, Your System, focuses on how to understand the interplay of these systems within your own body. And then the fourth book, Your System, Your Life, will help you apply these principles to other aspects of your life, such as running a business, understanding relationships, and more. Beyond the curriculum and books, the second capability is the technologies that you will be afforded. One of them is a powerful Your Body, Your System software, which is an online laboratory where you can use your body as a system to further deepen your understanding of the science of systems. The tool allows you to understand what kind of system you are. Is your system on course or is it off course? And how the inputs of food, supplements, herbs, activities such as sleep, yoga, meditation, exercise can affect your body to bring it back on course. Finally, to support your education, I've also included a seminal scientific paper that I wrote which will help you understand that the knowledge of systems it does not only originate in the modern world starting in the 1920s and 30s, but it actually dates back 10 to 20,000 years and intersects directly with the foundations of Eastern systems of medicine. In addition to this, you will also get two scientific papers sharing how the science of systems can also be used to apply to understanding how food is medicine. One paper exposes turmeric from the molecular systems level and how it affects your body. The other paper explores ginger and how that affects your body. That's just the educational piece. As you raise your consciousness through this education, you will likely want to connect with other truth, freedom, health warrior scholars in an environment where you can connect and build community. To support that, I've also created two powerful social media tools. One one of them is a VA Shiva forum. Here you can start discussions, you can pose questions and meet others and have healthy debates. The other is VA Shiva social, where you can create your own profile, your own presence, like other major social media tools. However, it is independent of big tech. You can use VA Shiva social to interconnect with your fellow truth, freedom, health warrior scholars and build community. Beyond the education capability and the social media capability, the platform also enables you to take action by disseminating your knowledge on the ground and into your local online and offline communities powerful educational cards and research are included so you can pass these cards to your friends and neighbors that provide them summarized content which further directs them to online research and education. In addition to this, the activism component also provides you many, many short one-minute educational video content, memes and text, allowing you to quickly craft messages for your Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, TikTok and other pages so you can deliver content to educate others and drive them to longer educational posts on VA Shiva. VA Shiva is fundamentally an enabling platform for you to get the truth, freedom, and health you deserve through education, technology, and activism. I hope you become a truth, freedom, and health warrior scholar today. Thank you. All right, everyone. I hope that was helpful. Uh, we had a number, a lot of people on, so please share this video with everyone. 
And I want to remind everyone that every Thursday, so let me run a banner here. Every Thursdays, we do a orientation. And I'm going to put it there. It's every Thursdays at 11 a.m. or 8 p.m. It's my open house. And I encourage all of you to come to it because it's a way for all of you to uh, interact, meet some awesome people, and not feel alone. You know, you, 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 you recognize there's a community here. So you don't have to feel like, oh, uh, woe is me. There's no one else who gets it. The world sucks. And that's what the establishment wants you to think. But the reality is there's some incredible people. We have a whole community. So every Thursday at 11 a.m. or 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, simply RSVP at vhshiva.com slash orientation to attend. All right. So vhshiva.com slash orientation. So contribute to the system, to the movement, contribute to yourself. But in closing, I hope you now understand what's really going on. Why does U.S. and NATO want to crush Russia and risk Ukrainian people's lives and risk nuclear war for the world? Because the greed to maximize power, profit, and control is a one-way street, okay? They cut this gas line because they want Europe to be on that one-way street, to be fully dependent on U.S. NATO oil interests. And because you're talking about billions and trillions of dollars. That's what this is about. It has nothing to do with democracy. It has nothing to do with protecting the territorial rights of the Ukrainian people. It has to do with the almighty dollar. So let's all wake up to that and recognize that working people have no interest, zero interest in fighting for the systems of power, profit, and control. We should be uniting working people wherever they are to fight for truth, freedom, and health. In order to get there, we have to understand the science of systems. We have to build community. We have to have the right technology. Well, the good news is for the first time in humanity, that system exists. So go to truthfreedomhealth.com, do this for yourselves and your family, and be well, be the light. Thank you. Uh -huh.